presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, a sports gambling podcast by betters for betters, connecting you with the brightest, sharpest, and most electric personalities in all the sports gambling industry. So as always, pull up a chair, open up your mind, and get ready to receive knowledge you won't find anywhere else. We can't thank you enough for joining us, and we hope you enjoy. This is Wise Words. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us for season two episode number seven of the wise words podcast on this absolutely beautiful wednesday of bets i am your honored hyped humbled and always handicapping host colton cap and colt Sroka, and i can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by and get some of the best insights and knowledge on the market from some of the brightest sharpest and most electric names in all of the sports gambling industry now speaking of electric we have another nuclear power plant of an episode on tap for you here today but before I bring in the man helping us kick off that show, I got to bring in the man that you guys know. Look at that. I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Let's bring him on in. The man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and my friends, you know him around this time of the year as the gloating number one seed, TTL resident cheesehead, Green Bay Packer faithful himself, Mr. Riley, Armax, Magnuson. Partner. How you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing absolutely fantastic. I wish we would have uh, coordinated. I didn't know we uh, called each other to match each other here on the show today, but I'm feeling fantastic, my man. I will not waste any time. You see me six days a week, so let's get on with today's show, my man. We've got a loaded episode, bringing in a little bit more of my neck of the woods uh, every from uh, time to time as far as the NBA, so I'm excited to talk all things uh, the hardwood, but uh, let's get on with today's show, my man. Can't wait, man. You look good in that red over on your side of the screen. Uh, yeah, we're a little Twinkie action today, but hey, you know what? Maybe that's setting uh, good vibes for the most electric episode of Wise Words we've ever had yet. I don't know who's to say what do I know, but what I do know is that the man joining us for the seventh episode of Season 2 has been analyzing sports for his entire life, but he has now become one of the go-to resources of information in the sports gambling industry. Now, he's been a professional sports betting analyst, handicapper, and content creator for the better part of five years now. And if you don't know his name, you better get familiar quick because he is one of the sharpest cappers on the market during this time of the year. You don't believe me? He's on a current 139 and 102 NBA run. That's good for 57.6%. A 13 and 9 WNBA run. That's good for 59%. And oh, let me not forget, he closed out the MLB season on a 27 and 18 run. Good for 60%. So you better get out your pens, pencils, and papers because there is nothing but wise words coming your direction here today. But first things first, let me relax a bit. And ladies and gentlemen, as always, it is my honor and pleasure to welcome in current NBA, WNBA, NFL, and MLB betting expert at WagerTalk, 
contributor and sports betting analyst at Pub Sports Radio and SBR Sports Picks, and a man who lives for the thrill of bankrupting every book on the market, a man who I can't wait to learn more from and am more than honored to call a friend of the TTL crew, Mr. Hakeem Prophet. Hey, that's what what a what an intro and welcome. I appreciate you. Welcome, welcome in. Welcome it's, in. Uh, great to be with you guys. You know, I'm a big fan of transparency. So uh, I appreciate you sharing numbers. And I'll just add, you know, NFL playoffs started pretty good for me. I'm five and one there. So hey, hey, toot your own horn. Hey, that's what this is for, my <laughs> friend. Don't hold nothing back over here. Thanks. Uh, we told you before we uh, hit the record button, but thanks again for uh, stopping by, sharing some of your wise words. Know you're a busy man. Uh, the Wager Talk family quickly becoming uh, friends of the TTL family. We've had VR on. We had uh, Newbie Talks, our guy too, and now the legend Akeem Prophet. So we're getting every direction we possibly can, and uh, I think we're going to have one hell of a show here today. So let's not waste any time, Akeem. We need a little bit of background. What led you into sports gambling? Who is the legendary Mr. Profit? Well, honestly, I mean, I've been betting my entire life. Like, uh, even when I'm just making bets on the playground with my friends in school. So, you know, it's nothing new to me. All I had to learn was, like, the correct way to bet. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. um, my good friend, Bobano, Ian Cameron, he says, when you stop learning, you stop winning. So, I just tried to take a little bit of, you know, something from everybody and put it with what I already know. And the main thing, you know, just networking, meeting people and, that's how I got my foot in the industry. I love that. I love that. Uh, Ian Cameron, he's uh, he's a friend of TTLs as well. We plan to have him on here soon sometime in the upcoming episode. So I'm glad you mentioned him. Uh, we've been following you for a good handful of t- amount of time now. Uh, appreciate your work. Appreciate everything you do. So uh, can't wait to dive deep even further. Thanks for a quick synopsis. I'll yield back for a minute. I got some more uh, sports gambling industry related questions coming your way for now. Partner, what you got over there? All right, Hakeem, let's get uh, get over to the NBA. Our uh, One of my favorite things, it uh, appears one of your favorite spots to bet as well. Do you find any time in the year as far as the NBA season to be more or less value at certain points, whether that's beginning of the year, more or less valuable, middle of the year, or do you not view it that way at all? I definitely do. I mean, pretty consistently um, since, I mean, past five years, like you guys said, I've been betting the NBA professionally. Like, I do the best um between january and the end of the season and obviously i mean you have a lot more data than you did to start the year in the beginning of the season it's a lot more guesswork based on your pins on everybody once you have actual numbers and you've seen everybody play about you know close to half of the season it's a lot easier to make bets in my opinion so this stretch that we're in right now is usually the stretch where i do the best yeah i would say so too and i mean it seems like some people like to wait till Christmas. Some people like to wait until today, time of recording, as far as MLK Day is a big, uh, big day. And then kind of furthering on that, have what what are some of the biggest challenges that you've had as far as kind of, you know, I mean, you mentioned as far as historically, but the last two, three years of NBA basketball, the way the schedule has played out with COVID issues as far as the bubble, short off seasons, as far as juggling that type of stuff, has this, has this been any type of challenge as far as getting back to the normal or you know, this, that kind of January to April stretch, do you think that's still pretty consistent despite all of this going on right now? Well, it's definitely been different capping the NBA. Um, you have to do a lot more, you know, scouting the injury report, seeing who's available throughout the day. And, um, you know, it, it just takes some getting used to. What I'll say is, you know, what 
I've lately what I've started to have more success with, and you said you had our friend VR on the show, you know, he's a big time volume better. Mm. And, um, you know, I was never a volume better. And mm. all my previous years, I would make one to three bets per day, just trying to find that one bet on the board. But with today's NBA, with all the changes we have throughout the day, like I'm finding I'd rather bet more of my edges than one because you could get some injury news at the last second in the day and it could ruin your entire day. But if you have more good bets across the board, um, I think you have a better chance of coming out on top with how things are going in COVID NBA today. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, that's the biggest, I think the biggest frustrating thing for some people is, you know, kind of being able to, and I like to say, don't assume as far as injury news is concerned, but some people try to assume they see a line. Someone's not, you know, exactly ruled out or ruled in yet. So they try to assume. And then, you know, right before the game, oh, Luka Doncic is actually out. So your Mavericks minus five ticket is, is, is garbage. So now you're, uh, you know, you're SOL, but I'll, uh, I'll yield back and go back to you there, Colt. Can you tell we have uh, been there and done that on our daily yeah. show as well? So uh, I uh, I pointed to myself. I usually wait till uh, after Christmas, about New Year's time, it came to get involved. But NBA, college basketball, I absolutely love it. I'm I'm starting to see those trends and uh, dive deep now. So I, I'm a volume better too. So is Mags. We don't uh, we don't shy away. So I can appreciate that as well. But. Um, you mentioned a little bit there, uh, kind of what's going on with the NBA, all the injuries, all the nonsense. Now, I don't want you to give away your state secrets because hey, we got to keep things hush-hush from time to time, right? I understand. I get it. I, I'm a capper myself. But what's a couple of things you look at maybe this time of the year, maybe just in general, when you're going to handicap a game, maybe some key stats, trends, insights, analysis, anything in general, just when you're starting to cap, what do you take a look at? No, I'm a, you know, I'm always honest and I'm I'm just here. I'm not here like in competition with anybody. All I want to do is just share information, gain information and help everybody win. So as far as my process and stuff that I look at, um, I'm a big fan of recent performance and you have to be careful. Uh, like we talked about now with all these guys in and out of the lineup. I'm a big fan of the last five games in the NBA because that just kind of lets you know, like how teams are doing over the last week or so. And that's what's important to me rather than what they did back in October, November. So I'm always looking at where the team is at currently. Again, you have to double check and make sure the same roster is playing today that was in these past couple games with how things are now. And then um, outside of that, I've become more of a spot better. Um, I'm a big fan this year of rest advantage. Uh, if you look at role favorites, you know, with more rest than their opponent, that's been a pretty good angle going all the way back to 1995. You look at just rest advantage so far this year. It's been it's been killing it against the spread, whether you're a home dog, a road favorite, whatever the case is. Just off the top of my head, I know this season, um, home dogs with more rest than their opponent are about 76% uh, against the spread. So I always look at, you know, who played last night, who's playing uh, off how many days. That's a big part of what I do, just stuff like that. I love that. Knowledge and insights you won't find anywhere else. Wise words, all of that. I love that. I love that. Um, I, I also love how, speaking of why I love that, how you started that off. You said transparency. I'm just here to win money at the end of the day and and win everybody money. And that's what me and Mags are here for. We're here to, to edutain, we like to say, educate, but entertain. <laughs> we like to have a fun time, right? And and it's us versus the books, right? We're not coming right. out here. All right, let me let me write down everything Akeem's saying. Now I'm gonna go take everyone to his place. Nah, we're we're all trying to bankrupt <laughs> these fucking books together, man. It's all the same thing. So I, I appreciate the hell out of what you're saying. I'll have a little bit more uh, a little bit more in relation to kind of sports gambling in general. But uh, yield back for now, partner. What you got, my man? 
All right, Hakeem. Uh, so switching back or staying here in the NBA, as far as where, where how do you determine the uh, or how do you determine the value and how do you pick and choose when to back, let's say, a double digit dog in the NBA? So plus 10 or more. Typically, your bottom of the barrel teams, Magic, Pistons, um, you know, any of these teams that are, you know, less than 10 games under 500. Right. Because a lot of for the general public, a lot of times. It takes a big pill to swallow to be backing, you know, one of those teams against one of the top teams in the league. So, how do you pick and choose uh, when to uh, when to find the best value on some of these bad teams in the NBA? Well, every game is is different. Um, the first thing I'll say, obviously, I'm going to revert back to what I just said. If there's a big dog on the board and they're more rested than the other team, I'm definitely going to take a second look and try to find any reason to back them. Uh, just off the top of my head, you know, some teams. They're just good in certain spots. And a team that I know is good in that double-digit dog spot, especially at home, has been the Detroit Pistons. I know they lost in that last game uh, versus the Suns, but if you back them the previous four times, I think they covered every all four of them, and they maybe even won all of them. So um, a team like that, you know, some teams just play really good in certain spots. And also, um, like I said, each game is different, but in that last game before the, the Suns game, in the game with the Pistons versus the Raptors, right? The Raptors are a double-digit favorite. You have Dwayne Casey going against his old team that fired him off being a, a coach of the year. He's always going to have his team ready for that. So just little nuggets like that, stuff like that is what I'm looking for. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, uh, you know, finding – I think it's just finding those specific teams because maybe not double-digit spots, but I know the Spurs have been like – seven to nine point dogs have been uh depending on the spot i guess exactly have been pretty profitable and then uh switching a little bit here when uh, i saw i i'm picking off one of your tweets here when uh, whether it's systems or projections however you use it i saw you had uh you tweeted something along the lines of i have a system telling me to bet the, the atlanta hawks today and you said not a chance or something <laughs> yeah. along those lines How, is it really more of an eye test or maybe you kind of just know that that team regardless of what their numbers are they're just not showing up to the court on that day um what's the best way to either you know back whatever your system is telling you or to just ignore it altogether yeah, I'm not the kind of guy who just, you know, blindly is going to bet a trend or blindly bet a system. It's more just to reassure what I'm already thinking and, and feeling in my handicap. And like you said, yeah, a lot of it is eye test. I watch all these games. I've been watching games all my life. I can tell when the team looks bad. I can tell when, you know, guys maybe don't like each other and it's just not a good situation. Okay. So I'll do my best. And that's what I think of the Atlanta Hawks. So yeah. I'll, I'll do my best to avoid them. And if I'm not mistaken, I end up losing that game. So. You can't just blindly follow those systems. No, 100%. I, before the show, I was double-checking that. I saw that, and I was like, oh, actually, let me go check and see if they, they lost. And they, I think they lost by 11 or something like that to New York. So uh, there's a couple teams like that for me. Are there any other teams like that that you might even consider just completely ignoring uh, along with the Hawks as far as if your system or any system is telling you to, to take them right now? Yeah, people who, who follow what I do, they'll know. Um, I have something what I call it the hell no list. And, you know, obviously the Hawks are on there right now. And another team that's on there is the Indiana Pacers. You know, they just have too much going on. Um, until they make some changes to that roster and until they get a new coach, something changes, I have zero interest in, in backing that team. So that's another team that would be hell no for hockey. <laughs> right. I'll, before, I'll have one more and then I'll kick it back to you. What about the Celtics? The Celtics right now are, depending on who they're playing, the Celtics are kind of creeping onto that list on my side of things. Yeah, they've been they've been pretty inconsistent. You know, it's, yeah. it's when you don't think they're going to win, they come out and, and blow a team out. And when they're supposed to, they don't do it. So I would agree with you. You know, 
they're they're trying their hardest to get on the list, but I try <laughs> my best to just you know not make it so easy to make the list. Yeah, definitely. It seems like whenever they're playing the other teams that are listed on your list, it seems like they probably take care of it. And then everyone else, it's a, it's a no-go. But I'll take it back <laughs> over to you, Colt. I love it. I love it. All right. Check it out. Hell no for Hakeem. Let's, uh, <laughs> let, let's go a little bit more sports gambling in general. Now, I've asked this to all of our guests. Mags knows what I'm about to ask. But we, we like to refer to ourselves as Dave Degenerates here at the TTL pod. And I, I'm sure you can empathize with that. You know what I'm saying when I say that. So let me ask you this. What's your number one piece of advice for the first time better or novice better? Maybe they've only been in it for a little while, a couple of months. Or maybe they just downloaded XYZ Sportsbook ready to just hammer in plays left, right, and center. Especially, ooh, wild card weekend. Oh, boy, here we go. Divisional round coming up. What's your number one piece of advice for that person, but also the daily degenerate can apply to their daily, weekly, monthly process? Wow, tough question. I'll say, I'll say, understand what kind of better you are and, you know, what your ultimate goal is. You know, everybody's not here for the same reason. There's some people who bet for fun and just do it for entertainment. You know, there's some people who do it every day for a living to make money. So understand first what kind of better you are. And uh, secondly, you know, the, the main thing, it, it's a lot of people who are new to betting who could win money. Um, they know how to pick games, but they don't know how to manage their bankroll. So mm. bankroll management is key. If you're one of those people who, like I said, is doing it for fun, you may, you know, be more relaxed with your bankroll. You may be one of those people who, you know, if you lose it all, you're just going to replace it. So understand the kind of better you are and, um, don't overbet your edges, you know. You don't want to put if you have a you don't want to put 50% on one game of your bankroll and then you're going to be fighting for your life to try to make it all back for the rest of the year. So, those I think are the main two things for me that come to mind. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Wise words, wise words. Another alert, rewind, go watch it five more times. I don't know how many more guests we have to have on guys that come on and say bankroll management know who you are be who you can afford to be stop being a dumbass and chasing on sundays at 7 20 p.m trying to put together a 15 leg same game parlay to win back your whole bankroll that you blew throughout the whole week please listen up please 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 let's all become better betters together let's keep bankrupting these books not having the books bankrupt us all right love the words uh one more thing one more thing that, that came me. to mind lay it and on I, i'm gonna give credit to my guy vr because like i said i'm always here to try to learn and, and share and mm -hmm. uh, i learn a lot from following him you know like i said i was never a volume better and what he kind of said to me or said in general he said you know if you're just betting one game like you got to focus on making good bets that's the number one thing that you have to do it's not about how many bets that you place uh whether it's a low amount or a high amount if you're if you're making bad bets and just making one bet a day all you're doing is losing your money slower so mm. you know just focus first on making good bets no matter how many they are and um roll like that that's what i think absolutely and i can so attest with that with vr i mean i've been following him uh, since I've been a fan of the UFC. I mean, that's that's how I got introduced with Yanni and uh, I've been following him with Wager Talk and then I got in the industry and it's like, holy shit, we got to talk to him. Then we got an opportunity to have him on the show. 
yeah, I, I agree with everything you're saying, man. It it is uh, it's definitely something that uh, if if you don't watch your bankroll, you don't watch who you are. It, it can get out of hand quick. I mean, it really, really can. And then uh, you you got to watch it close. But as long as you watch it close, as long as you stay smart, you can definitely get profitable at it. As uh, as you can see, all three of us. Looks like we got shirts on our backs, and we'll uh, we'll do an all right over here. So I'll, I'll yield back again, my man, partner. What you got? Well, what I was going to add on top of that, the thing that I like is, uh, that you said, as far just understand who you want to be. If you want to be an entertainment player and you're willing to, you know, have some sweaty losses, that's fine. And it's something that I personally still have to every once in a while get through my brain, especially on a Saturday filled with a hundred college basketball games, two NFL games. If I got an extra few bucks, I'm like, oh, all right, well, see what I can put together here. And it's it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work more oftentimes than not. So I think that's one thing that people, because in, in accordance with what Colt just said as far as it gets away from you the next thing you know you're you know whether you're ten dollar better a hundred dollar better you're you know ten percent lower on your bankroll and you without even realize it so I, I think that's probably my favorite thing that, uh, that you said right there but uh yeah, colton yeah. you asked one of your favorite questions akeem now correct me if i'm wrong are you are you just a big lakers follower or are you a huge lakers fan i am both i follow the lakers okay, all my okay. life i'm a huge fan i'm born and raised in los angeles okay so well i, I have two you know areas of questioning along with that um and i saw your one of your recent tweets before we hopped on the show but what <laughs> advice do you have as far as and maybe you because everyone that i've asked this to has differing opinions what's your advice whether it's lakers or another one of your favorite teams if you have any what's your advice as far as wagering on your own favorite teams oh yeah this is always you know a tough subject right here <laughs> yeah. um it's extremely extremely tough to not have a bias when dealing with your favorite team um, just understand, you know, how you view your team and, you know, if you have a bias when you're breaking these games down or not, and if you can't look at the game without having a bias, then I would say stay away from wagering on your favorite team. Um, others, you know, they follow their favorite team. They'll tell you when they're bad. They'll tell you when they're good. And, you know, then you can maybe take advantage of that situation. I'll say for myself, you know, I have absolutely zero problem fading the Chargers who are my team. I have no problem betting against the Dodgers when that time comes, it's a little tough for me to bet against the Lakers. If, if, if I don't like the Lakers, I probably just won't bet the game <laughs> or I would look at yeah. the total. So I know what kind of better I am, and I think that's the main advice I would say. Yeah, no, I think you and I are pretty similar in, in that because I, I Colt mentioned I'm a diehard Packers fan. I, you know, and I'm a diehard Bulls fan as well, mm -hmm. but if we see this exact spot where it's like, all right, the Bulls, there's not see a chance right. in hell the see Bulls right. are winning tonight. I, I was right, considering baby. them on Monday here. I haven't seen what the line's done, but I was considering uh, taking some action against them, but it's still tough. Um, and then in accordance with that, you know, I follow you on Twitter. I see a lot of, uh, of your tweets from a daily basis. Colton, we haven't asked one of our guests this in a while. Give us, uh, give us your current state of the union on the LA Lakers on uh, what uh, time of recording? Monday, January seventeenth. Hot seat, hot seat, alert! <laughs> Here we go. Current state of the Lakers, you know, it, it's painful. You know, I wasn't a fan of Russell Westbrook before he came to LA, and you know, I don't think anything is any better since he's came. Not that everything is his fault, but uh, he's not making it better. What I'll say right now is my thoughts on the Lakers in general. And I've said this for a few weeks now. They're not going to play any defense. It doesn't matter if LeBron tweets he's going to try and, you know, whoever else says they're going to try. They just don't have the talent, don't have the players to go out there and stop anybody without Anthony Davis on the floor. Um, when he comes back, you know, maybe I'll entertain it later. But until then, I think 
you know, the way to stay stress-free from this game as a Laker fan or the games in general as a Laker fan is don't bet the side, just bet the over, go out and enjoy your night, don't even have to watch the game, no defense will be played. Yeah, I, 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 as far as betting on them, because I, I, I was a believer as far as the Lakers having some type of success, a little bit more than this, and I still am a believer that they're gonna, you know, start stringing some consistency of wins together. I looked at them today on Monday and was interested in taking them points, and then eventually just pulled myself back one thought at a time. So, <laughs> I mean, like I said, we have, we love getting the chance, especially at, at, it seems like we we ask our guests that are passionate about whatever fan base at, at the time where it's, it is, uh, you know, you're basically on the hot seat. We had some Eagles guests earlier in the year before they went on a run and it was a fun ass. So I personally thought they were uh, going to make a deeper run, but uh, so far it's not looking good. Uh, like you said, no matter what LeBron <clears throat> does or tweets, I, I don't know. As far as beyond this year though, is there any hope whether it's Anthony Davis and LeBron or is, is there a shakeup coming? What's your thoughts on maybe trade deadline even this year? Um, well, this year I will say, so I'm, I'm always honest. Um, the year when they won, I was extremely confident that they will win. This year I have no faith that they will do anything. Um, in the near future, you know, it's tough for me to see them doing well. It's all going to depend on what they can get f out of Westbrook, if anything. And if they can't, you know, the Lakers are kind of stuck, in my opinion, for a few years. I'm not a fan of the direction that they went. You know, I was a big fan of the young players that they had. I think, you know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Anthony Davis has zero championships without LeBron, right? I think some of these young guys who have come out and proven themselves, you know, they could have gotten there with LeBron. You have Kuzma balling, Ingram balling, Lonzo's looking great. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a, I think the Lakers are lost in the near future. That's what I think. No, I hear you. I mean, I mean, the easy answer is do they probably win if they, uh, that championship couple of years though, if they don't make the news? No. But as far as if you're looking as, Probably this year, especially you've got to, I think just about every single one they got rid of, maybe save one or two is, is like you said, at a borderline all-star level. So we can get off that soapbox, but I'll kick it back to you. Cole. I'll say, I'll say one, one last thing. Yeah, yeah. You guys asked me about betting my favorite team. So my uh -huh. last 250 bets in the, the association, I'm about 57.2%. Uh, um, and I think I'll be closer to like, 60% if I stop being the Lakers. So. <laughs> That's hilarious that you said that. On Saturday, I looked at Cole Gindervark. We do a college <laughs> show on Saturdays. I looked at it, and we were kind of just like recapping what's going on. I was like, you know, actually, like, if I didn't bet the Bulls this week, I would have had like a 7-1 in week. And he's like, well, that's not anything. That's just like scam cap or something. I was like, I, I mean, I guess. But just everyone else, just look at my bets outside of the Bulls, you know? Like, so. like just don't follow the Bulls, and we're good. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll take it I away, love Cole. it. I love it. Hey, we found out who the legend of Keem Profit was. We have talked NBA betting in general, sports gambling in general, best bets, best advice for newbie bettors, daily degenerates. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Degenerates. We've talked everything. Let's talk a little bit of action. All right. Uh, NBA, we'll talk a little bit of that, and then uh, we'll dive in maybe some uh, NFL. We got the divisional round coming up this weekend. Uh, see your thoughts there, too. Um, but NBA, uh, total floors, yours, anything? Maybe you haven't given it out on wager talk. Maybe you've been having your eye on it. I don't know if I'm going to lock it in officially yet. Floor is yours. What are you looking in the uh, future markets as far as NBA? I mean, any player awards? It can be conference, outright winners, if you got that and under the sleeve already. I mean, anything you're looking at, floor is yours, my friend. You know, if you, if 
I haven't made any futures bets or stuff like that. If you want to talk um, maybe who can make it or who will make it or who I like out the East or West, you know, sure. we'll do that. Sure. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Um, let's see. If I have to say who will make it out of the West, I think there's only a couple people who actually have a chance. And right now I'll say the Warriors or the Suns. And I think, you know, I think there's a little bit more value on the Warriors right now. And I think you can even wait just because of the funk that they're in right now. You know, they just got played back in the mix and uh, Draymond Green is out. He's going to be out for another week or so. And they're, they're not going to look really good. They haven't looked good lately. You know, they're not the sexy team right now. Uh, the Suns are out there blowing everybody out by double digits. So probably a lot of money. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Probably a lot of money or the odds are in the Suns' favor. And I do think the Warriors make another run. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, they're like 30 and 12 or 30 and 11. They're still second in the West. Mm. So, yep, 31 I think and 12, they, second. Yep. I think they're the strongest team in the West, in my opinion. They shoot the three well, they defend the three well, and they can rebound. And those are the three categories that I care about as far as uh, being a really good team. For the East, I don't have any <laughs> any hope for the Sixers. I don't think over there. Um, it's tough. Brooklyn, I can't really trust them to stay healthy, you know. Mm. And I'm not a big fan of the roster moves that they made as far as getting rid of, you know, obviously you see what Cleveland's doing with Jared Allen and uh, the guys that they have over there. I just think they kind of messed up their roster and they're really top-heavy and they don't play any defense. So I'm not a big believer in Brooklyn. I would have to say, you know, I probably have to keep it with the Bucks. The Bucks have shown that they can get there last year. They got the same core, same players out there. I think that they could do it again this year if I have to choose right now. I like that a lot. Yeah, I'm we, not uh, disagreeing with you. We were kind of waiting on pins and needles because we're Bulls fans over here hoping you might say the Bulls. <laughs> that, but, uh, but, last week but, or so, probably but. not the uh, best time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have love for the Bulls. I love their players. I'm a big Lonzo fan. I love Caruso. Yeah. I think they're really great perimeter defenders. Um, what's going on with Levine? That's what I would ask. How, how serious is that injury? It doesn't sound bad. It sounds like he's not uh, or he's not playing today, Monday, time of recording, but uh, I imagine he'll be out a week or two because definitely no serious concern, but I, I have to imagine, especially the way they're sitting, and they, uh, Lonzo's out today, Caruso's still coming back, so they'll probably sit him for a week or so, I think. Because, uh, yeah, we... We got the two biggest, or at least like biggest, you know, on ESPN games of our of our season last year, and then we show up with uh, Lonzo, or excuse me, Levine stepping out in the first quarter. No Caruso. It was a bad look, man. Bad look for us. The Bulls, the Bulls definitely have a shot. You know, uh, they played a lot of top teams. They played well. I'm a big believer in you know what I've seen from the Bulls. So we'll see. Hopefully, they they do it for you guys. Sure yeah, enough. We'll hey, see, speaking man. of we'll see, we're seeing red, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Loud and clear, seeing red. All right, NBA, there you go. A little bit of action there, some food for thought for sure. And then uh, wrapping it up, let's talk a little uh, NFL. We got divisional rounds coming up. Um, any, I mean, it can just be right off the cuff. It ain't going to be your, here's what I'm dishing out, my best bet of the weekend. Let me give you all the analysis, anything kind of off the cuff. We'll, uh, we'll just kind of run through the games that are set. Obviously, time of recording, we got um, the Cardinals and Rams playing tonight to see who plays the uh, Buccaneers in Champa Bay. But... First game on tap, uh, what say you, Akeem? Uh, Cincinnati Bengals going to Tennessee. Titans are laying three uh, as home favorites. Open it up here. And Really quick, I hate to backtrack, but I did tell you guys earlier in the episode, I mentioned it plenty of times. Um, if you want something today or in the near future, don't want to wait that long for actual NBA futures, Lakers are not playing defense anytime soon. Just bet the over. 
Uh, as far as um, playoffs, you said Cincinnati, correct? Yep, Cincinnati and Tennessee. Tennessee is laying three at home. Vrabes and the boys haven't been good as home favorites, what I'm thinking. Um, that Tennessee defense has, you know, impressed me. That's all, that's what I can say. I, you know, I have friends who are Tennessee fans and I've gotten, gotten on them the past few years about how bad their defense is, but to end the year, you know, they kind of stepped up. And if the defense is going to play like that and you're getting all these guys, you're getting a healthy Tennessee team, like Derrick Henry should be pretty good. Um, AJ Brown is back. Like they're winning some games without these guys. It's, it's tough for me to go in there and bet the Bengals as much as I love Jamar Chase and, you know, Joe Burrow, if I have to bet the game right now, and I know I just spoke on how tough Tennessee's defense is, you know, I, I think it's more of an overtime game. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Bengals' defense is great. Uh, I do trust Tennessee to put up decent numbers on them, and I don't think the Bengals are going to be shut out either. So I would probably bet it up and over. And um, side gets gun to my head. I have to pick the Titans right now. I like okay. that a lot. I like that. Uh, I like that over for sure. And then. Titans look like they're kind of the popular side right now. 59% of bets, 71% of money at consensus. I uh, I cashed a AFC North ticket on the Bengals. Uh, I caught them at plus 230 like week 14 or 15, and then they rode that out, and now I've been riding them ever since. So it's going to be hard for me to not, not take those points on the road, but we'll see. Uh, Mags, anything from you on that one in closing? No, not anything that I can add on top of that. I mean, I was kind of like you. I was interested in uh, Cincinnati, but I'm even seeing three and a half in certain spots here. So maybe a little too early for this one. I'm not sure. but uh, Oh, hey, speaking of, shout out, uh, Lakers fan. There you go. That's uh, a little Black Mama attack conquer for you back there. Uh, I totally forgot that I had that on there. Perfect timing. Uh, Two more, and then we'll get you out of here, Akeem. The 49ers and the Packers. If you're leaning away from my boys, boys, please go easy on it. You know, I, I bet I had the, a little bit of 49ers in my pocket. I thought that, you know, the wrong team was maybe a little bit favored between them and the Cowboys. Mm. But when I look at them versus the Packers, and I know the Niners have been extremely hot. I think they're now, what, 8-2 and two straight up and against the spread their last 10 games. I, I just kind of look at it like this. I simplify it a little bit. We all, I mean – and a look, we all kind of expect Jimmy G to – I mean, did you see how he looked at the end of that game? Uh, he just kind of chokes these games off. And I don't oh, see man. that changing anytime soon. It's not like – like everybody expected him to look like that, and he did. I think we see the same kind of deal here. And when you're going up against Aaron Rodgers, you know, it's hard for me to put my money on a quarterback like that. And San Fran, I don't think their secondary is that great. You know, I think the Packers kind of take advantage there. So I know a lot of people will like San Fran in this game. If the number can get a bit, little bit lower, you know, that's what I'm waiting on. I'd like to make my bets in the playoffs kind of like on Tuesday, um, just seeing how initial everybody's looking, and then I jump in and make my bet. Yeah, I agree. I mean, as far as Jimmy G, whether it's this game or making a run to the Super Bowl, you almost have to feel like there's no way he can string four games together where he's – uh, you know, accurate enough because he had two or three chances uh, yesterday, Sunday to, to essentially end the game, maybe not right on the spot, but make it, you know, 99% probability of winning and he just couldn't do it. So I'm with you on that one. Obviously. Yeah, he's trying his hardest to give his game away. I, can, I, yeah. I don't know if I can bet on that. 
Yeah. Right. And uh, something that we saw yesterday with uh, M squared and the Dallas Cowboys debacle is not going to be something we're going to see in Lambeau and the frozen tundra. I can assure you of that. Uh, they got Mike McCarthy out of there for a reason, and now they have uh, Le Fleur. So we saw the reason. There you go. There you have it for all of us. All right, last one on tap, my man. Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chief. Buffalo is uh, going into Kansas City. Uh, the Gaia, G-E-H-A, is that what it is? The Gaia uh, Dome now, or not the Dome. What, it's not Arrow, It's still Arrowhead Stadium, but I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. They got a new sponsor <laughs> or something. Either way, Chiefs laying two and a half at home. Any uh, specific way you're siding here, my man? Uh, I'll say this. I have a much stronger opinion on the game that goes tonight. Um, and, and, and that game there, I haven't even looked at the, the total. But I'm assuming, and I missed it if you said it, it's like probably mid-50s. It is at 55 on the money. (laughs) Yeah, okay. You know, that seems about right. When I think about both of these teams, you know, I trust the Chiefs to put up points pretty much versus anybody, the way that they've kind of been exploding lately. And the Bills, um, you know, I trust them too. So I don't have a really solid cap on this game. Mm -hmm. Uh, My first initial thought is just a lot of points. If you want to talk Cardinals and and Rams, you know, I like that game quite a bit. (laughs) Hey, we we both love that game. Uh, I mean, time of recording is Monday. By the time uh, by the time we put it out on Wednesday, the uh, we might be backtracking our words. We might be in it. So maybe after we get done recording, <laughs> oh, my bad. and no, 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 no. After we get done recording, maybe we have a quick little side discussion where our where our heads at, what we're doing, everything like that. But um, forty minutes after uh, after we started recording, so uh, I know you got uh, another place to be here right after this. So I want to give you some time to reset and uh, get ready for your next show. So. Hakeem, man, I can't thank you enough. I know I can speak for Mags. Dude, nothing but wise words. I mean, wise words left, right, center, from start to finish, everything in between. I want to give you a moment here. Where can we follow you? Where can we consume your content? Everywhere. I know I said SBR, uh, Pub Sports, Wager Talk, everything there. Uh, Lay it on us so we can all consume your content together, my friend. Uh, Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, If you're new, like you can follow all my work. Uh, on Twitter at Ski Profit S K E E and then Profit like money. And if you're wondering, you know I did get lucky and my real last name is Profit. Uh, I do work with Wager Talk. Uh, I do some work with Pub Sports Radio, and I also am a contributor uh, for Spotify Green Room. So you can check out my work there as well. And you know I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, it's been a great fun show, and um, I love it. Hey, man, appreciate we appreciate it, man. having you on. We appreciate you stopping by. Uh, you see it there in his uh, handle, at Ski Profit. And, uh, yeah, talk about one hell of a uh, career path, my friend. Making profits <laughs> on the uh, sports gambling market, and you just, ah, yeah, fuck, my last name's Profit. How about that? Everybody everybody <laughs> compete with that shit, talking about not competing. I love it, my friend. Again, thank you so much for your time, your wise words, knowledge, insights, everything in between. I said nuclear power plant at the beginning of the show if i was a betting man i'd probably put a nice wager on the fact that we accomplished that outside of that uh everything looks good on my end of the world mags what say you everything good there yes sir let's get rocking and rolling all right well the only way we know how to close all of our contents ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide for myself Mags and our guest of the day for uh, season two, episode number seven of the Wise Words Pod, Hakeem Prophet. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have any other plans. And hey, partner, let's cash some tickets. <laughs>